You ready for the beginning of the school year? If you've been a teacher for a while, you might already have a routine for the beginning of the school year. So whether you are a new teacher or you're looking to revamp your first week agenda, let me share my favorite first week activities that involve teamwork, math, and a whole lot of fun. Let's get started. Welcome to Solving for the Undefined podcast. I'm your host, Johanna, founder of Miss Kuiper's Classroom, the place that equips teachers in creating a healthy math classroom where students can thrive, no matter their academic abilities. But it's not always about the numbers, and that's why I'm here, bringing you the formulas to solve your problems, math and otherwise, plus strategies on cultivating that necessary math mindset. And that's what you can count on. Hello, hello. Welcome to a brand new episode. With August right around the corner, it's starting to feel like back to school season. And while I don't go back till the end of August, so many of you are going back this week, which blows my mind. July is definitely in my mind a summer month, not a prep for school month. So, With all of those things in mind, I wanted to share a little bit about what I do the very first week of school to start the year off strong. And for me, the first week of school is that slow integration for students back into the classroom routine. So I want it to be fun, building teamwork, and some math critical thinking skills. And honestly, it helps me with the slow integration back into the school year. It's been like two months since I was in front of a group of students. And so this is going to allow me to slowly work my way back into being a teacher, as well as learning this new group of students. And this year, I'm going to be teaching seventh grade as well as eighth grade and my accelerated eight class. So I'm going to have to learn a whole new demographic of student because As a middle school teacher, you know that 7th graders are vastly different than 8th graders. So this is going to be my opportunity to learn how to interact and engage 7th graders as well. So, starting from day 1, here is what I do. I greet students at the door with a number for their desk. Now this is an idea from the First Days of School book by Harry Wong. It was a gift to me from my cooperating teacher and this is something that I do every year is greet students at the door. And this is just an opportunity for me to ask them their name, give them a handshake, and learn the pronunciation of their name as well. Because that is so important that we learn how to say our students' names as well. So I'm greeting my students at the door, learning their name, and I'm giving them a number for their desk. So I have all of my desks labeled, and I have them go sit in that group for the day. And that is just kind of our first introduction into the randomized groups that I'm going to be using throughout the school year. Then once all of my students are in the classroom, the first activity that we do together is name tense. And I have a very specific template that I use for name tense. So the front of it, they get to design with their name and then they have to draw a picture using the first letter of their name. So, for example, if I were to make one using my first name, Johanna, I would draw jelly beans. And that way, it's just a phonetic way of, like, remembering how you start my name. 
And then on the back of the name tent, I have like four quadrants. And in each quadrant, they're given a different prompt. And they're allowed to write out using a sentence frame that I have, do like bullet points, or draw pictures. And the four quadrants are hobbies, favorite foods, goals after high school, and their feelings about math. And I really like that last one because it gives me an insight into where my students are in terms of their mindset regarding math. And then my favorite piece of the name tense is actually on the inside. So on the inside, I do five days of communication. And so it's like two rows of five boxes. And in that top box, students are responding to a prompt at the end of class. And I will go through and respond to every single one. So at the end of the class period, after they do their prompt, they turn in their name tent and I go through and respond to every single one. And sometimes it's just like a awesome, thank you for sharing, or it's nice to meet you. And sometimes it can be a little bit more depending on what they shared. And it's just an opportunity for me, while very time intensive, to show that I'm listening and that I care and that I'm willing to take the time to respond to you. And it's been a really cool, powerful thing that I do. And I got the idea from someone on Instagram or TikTok, and I can't remember who. So if it was you, thank you so much. You have inspired me to do this every single year. So now that I've greeted students, they're at their desks, we've done or filled out the name tense, the front and the back, I now do kind of a get to know you activity. And it's not an icebreaker. I think I said this in last year's beginning of the school year episode of icebreakers are just anxiety inducing activities. So this get to know me activity is just in their groups. So I do everything in groups of three like students are sitting in their groups of three and this is where I do this activity. And it's called A to Z get to know me. And I really like this because students are getting to use their names as part of the activity. So for every letter in their name, they're gonna answer a question. So for example, my name Johanna starts with J. So I'd answer the J question, which is just so you know, my least favorite snack is blank, but my favorite is blank. And I'd fill in those blanks and share that with my team. And then the person on my left would use the first letter of their name to answer another question. And then we just continue to go around until all of our letters were used or the time that the teacher, aka me, has set aside for this activity has ended. And there's some really cool questions on here that are like funny or serious or about math itself. So some of my favorites are... Queen of England grants you knighthood. What did you do to earn it? For G, give an example of your favorite way to eat a potato. Or F, fast forward 10 years from now. What does your life look like? So there are a variety of like get to know you in how you like to eat potatoes. And what do you envision for the future? Or how are you feeling about the school year? All of those questions are encompassed encompassed in this activity and it's really fun to see students answer funny weird questions together. Then after the A to Z get to know me time is done I introduce what's called a community circle. So a community circle is where all of you are sitting in one row in a circle facing each other 
And the important piece about a community circle is that everyone is facing each other. There's no one row and then a second row behind them. It's one singular row around the classroom where everyone is sitting and facing each other. And you could do it standing, but people tend to be more relaxed when they're sitting. So I like to do it sitting. And everyone participates. So I like to say participation is not optional, but there are options for how we participate. And by participating in a community circle, we're building connections not only between us as teachers with our students, but we're building that student-to-student -student relationship as well. And that's so important because in order for students to be willing to try new things, especially as they're learning new concepts, they have to feel like they can trust people and that they're safe enough to make mistakes in the classroom. And that only happens when students feel safe with each other in the room. So we need to be cultivating and building those relationships between students so students feel like they can learn math at whatever level they are at. So in the community circle, the very first day at the end of class, I have everyone go around and introduce themselves like, hi, my name is blank. And then the next person will be like, hi, so-and-so, my name is blank. And it's an opportunity again for students to learn each other's names and share their own. And then I have us go around again, sharing one question from the A to Z get to know me. Then the last thing we do is we go back to our desks and students fill out the name tent prompt. And the question I usually pose the very first day is how do you pronounce your name? And then what pronouns do you use? May I use them in front of other students or your family? And then anything else that the student wants me to know. And then that's day one. Day one is done in the books. And then I just get to repeat that four more times for all of my class periods. And then the rest of the days of the first week of school, we typically have three. So that would be day one. So day two and day three follow the same formula of greeting students at the door, doing an activity, ending in a community circle, and a name tent prompt. And I'm going to share with you what I do day two and what I do day three specifically. I'm interrupting today's episode to ask you a vital question. Do you have the tools in your classroom for student success? Well, wonder no more because I have a way for you to check your work. My new guide, Seven Math Teacher Must Haves for Student Success, has the top seven items you need in your classroom. From classroom staples to manipulatives that are often missed, this checklist will ensure that your students have a successful school year. Additionally, each item shows the best budget and splurge options. Download the seven math teacher must-haves for student success after listening to today's episode by going to misskuiper.com slash guide. So day two, students are gonna walk in to find their random group assignment. So day one, I handed them a card that told them what group number they were gonna be. Today, I'm starting to introduce the idea of using the random group generator from Picker Wheel to assign them their groups. So when they walk in, I'll explain it and have them sit inside their groups. Once everyone is inside, I'll explain that this is how we are going to be doing our random groups every single day. You'll come in, your name will be inside of a group, that is where you will sit. 
And if you want more information about how and why I do random groups, if you go back and listen to episode 32, I did an entire episode on the ideal way to group students in your classroom. So you can go check that out. One of my goals for day two is to start introducing the routines that students will be using throughout the school year. So because I do a lot of things inside of Teams, I want to make sure students have a an example of what good team work looks like. So after the class begins, we've done our introductions, we watch a couple of videos on what teams look like. And there's this really one really cool one from the army that of them scaling over a wall together. And that's a really cool video to watch because each person plays a role in helping everyone get to the other side of the wall. And then there are other ones that you can watch as well. You can just Google them. And after we watch those videos, I have students reflect on them and come up with three things of what good teamwork looks like and three things of what good teamwork does not look like. And then we talk about them as a full class. From there, we're going to do an activity inside of their groups that requires teamwork. And that activity is the 100 Numbers to Get Students Talking by Sarah Vanderwerf. And I love this activity because students literally have to work together in order to figure out the pattern and to reach 100. And two, it's a 30 to 45 minute activity. So if you have class periods around 50 to an hour long, this is the perfect activity that'll take an entire class period and it's great. I'm not going to go into depth in what the activity itself is because Sarah has a really in-depth blog post about it, but I will tell you one thing. If you've done this activity before or you teach like a seventh grade and an eighth grade and want to do the activity every year, she's found or created a second version of it that has a different pattern on the paper. So students aren't going to be able to go into from seventh grade into your eighth grade class knowing how to already do this activity. So keep that in mind if you want to use this. There are multiple different pattern papers that you can use, which I think is super cool. All of the links for the resources that we talk about today I'm going to link down below in the description as well as the show notes on my website so that way you can easily find everything that we talk about today. Once the 100 numbers to get students talking is over, the class period is also almost over. So then I do a quick community circle, kind of discuss what they saw that their teams did well, and then we move into the name tent prompt. And I think my second day prompt is usually something along the lines of how do you feel about math? What activities are you involved in? Or draw a picture or sketch of blank. And that way it's just kind of students can choose which question they want to answer. And it can be either in a drawing form or in a writing out something. That way it kind of caters to all of my students. And that's the end of day two. So now moving into day three, the goal again for day three is just to kind of solidify some of the routines that we're doing, as well as introducing a little bit of new routines. So students again are going to walk in, see their name in a random group on the screen, and go sit in that group. 
Then after we do introductions, I'm going to introduce the activity for today. And this is actually new for me this year. I've changed up what I'm going to be doing and I'm excited about it. I found this on Instagram. Someone shared it and it's called soup, salad, or sandwich. And just overall, the way it works is you give students a picture of a food and they have to discuss if it's a soup, salad, or sandwich. And there's a couple of variations where you can have students pick a food and then as a class, you discuss if it's a soup, salad, or sandwich. But I kind of like having a slide deck of already picked foods and the students decide if it's a soup, salad, or sandwich. So here's how I'm going to be using it. So if you took the Molding Mathematicians Challenge in July, the beginning of July, we discussed one of the days about using roles to increase participation. And so this is the day where I'm gonna be introducing the roles to my students. And I'm modifying them a little bit to fit the activity a little bit better. So the roles that I'm gonna be using for my groups of three are Reader Writer, Ambassador, and Supply Manager. So I'm going to introduce these roles to the, my students. They're going to get 30 seconds to decide who's going to be which role for that activity. And then I'm going to show them how they're going to complete that role. The supply manager is going to get the mini whiteboard and whiteboard marker. The reader writer is going to read the food item on the screen and then write down if the, if the group has discussed it to be a soup, salad, or sandwich. And then the ambassador is going to share why they chose it to be that way with the rest of the class. And those are the three roles I'm going to be using for this activity. You could also do this as like a four or I guess three corner activity if you wanted to have students up and moving because movement is so important within the classroom. You could do it that way instead. Then I think that this activity will take a while, especially since I'm introducing some new ideas of like the team roles, a supply manager, etc. So I think this will take the majority of a class period, especially since I have multiple foods, like a lot of foods for us to talk about. So I think after this activity, I'm just going to end with a community circle. Maybe it'll take longer than the other couple of days and then end with the name tent prompt. And the name tent prompt that I use for day three is what are some things that bug you and what inspires you? And that way I can kind of just get a little bit more insight into who the student is. And as I'm saying this, I realize I didn't tell you that I passed back the name tents every single day. So like I said in the beginning of the episode, I'm responding to each of the prompts that my students gives and then I'm passing back the name tense at the beginning of the class period. So sometimes if I have like a prep before the class period and I have already generated the random groups, I will put the stacks of name tense on that group. But sometimes if I have classes back to back, I don't have that luxury. So I'll pass them back as we're watching the team video or they're starting to do their activity that's when I'll take the time to pass them back. So that way students can read what I responded to them and have it for the name tent prompt portion. And then that's day three. So I know some of you start on a Tuesday for the beginning of the school year and have four days. So if you need a four day, you can just find another team building activity. 
So for the day three, we did the soup salad or sandwich. And the day before, we did the 100 numbers to get students talking. And day one, we did the A to Z get to know me. So find another team building activity. There's a lot of them. You can just Google team building activities. And then end with a community circle and do the name tent prompt. So if you download the name tent from me, there are five days. So you can use all five of them if you want. Or just use it the first week of school. It's up to you. And boom, just like that, your first week of school is done. If you are part of Chaos 2 community, you actually have the two-week implementation guide for the beginning of the school year that has all of these listed out as well as links for all of it, if not most of it. And if anything's missing, just email me and let me know and I will add it. So that way you have access to everything that I talked about in the episode and if you're not part of Chaos and Community and you want to learn more about how to build community in your classroom to boost student success or how to start off your school year strong, I invite you to join us in Chaos to Community. It's a mini course that is going to help you build that community, learn how to use community circles, using teams, and it gives you... I have directories of team building activities, community building activities, thinking tasks, as well as that two-week implementation guide that shows you step-by-step what I do the first two weeks of school. So this episode gave you an insight into what I do the first four days of school, but this has what I do the first 10 days of school. So if you want that, it's inside of Chaos to Community. I will link it down in the description as well as the show notes on my website. And when you have questions about today's episode or anything else about engaging your students academically to help them deeply understand and love math, feel free to email me, johanna at misskypersclassroom.com or send me a message on Instagram at misskyper, M-I-S-S-K-U-I-P-E-R. I'm happy to answer any and all questions you have. And with that, I'll calculate Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. To find all the links and resources to things talked about in this episode, head on over to MissKypersClassroom.com and click on podcast.